September 11th, never forget, on September 10th, 2001, Donald Rumsfeld, during a press conference, announced $2.3 trillion missing from the Pentagon budget. Never forget that somehow two planes made three towers fall at free fall speed in New York City on September 11th, 2001. A lot of people still don't know that, that three towers fell that day. Never forget all of the atrocities, wars, unjust laws, Patriot Act that was all instituted by the government in the years following September 11th, 2001. Man, you know, when I was younger, teenager, early 20s, I wouldn't say I despised the military, but I really did not like the military, but I lumped the military in with the government, and I just had this, I guess, hatred or severe dislike for anything having to do with the federales. But as I got older, wisened up, I realized that those things can be mutually exclusive. You can very much support and honor the military while at the very same time exposing all the corruption in the government and all the atrocities they've committed. And in fact, one way I look at it is that that's one of the best ways to honor the military is by exposing the corruption in the government because by exposing more corruption in the government, hopefully we won't get into more ridiculous unjust wars that would put our military at risk. I don't know. Just one way I see it. What's up, guys? Happy Monday. Hope you had a good weekend. On tonight's agenda, I guess the main story we'll be looking at is this insane gun grab by the governor of New Mexico using an executive order under the justification of uh, public health policy to suspend all open carry and concealed carry in the county that Albuquerque, New Mexico is in. So completely subverting the U.S. Constitution with this public health executive order. It's absolutely insane what she's trying to do. It's so insane, in fact, that even people like David Hogg, that David Hogg from, you know, Parkland Shooting Kid, very outspoken anti-gunner, and uh, California Representative Ted Lieu, Democrat. Even those two guys are calling out the New Mexico governor saying, this is kind of unconstitutional. Even they are <laughs> outspoken against it. It's crazy. So we're going to take a look at that. We'll take a look at some of Biden's recent travels. He was in Asia over the weekend for the G20 summit in India. Then he made a stop in Vietnam and Alaska on his way home. We're going to be laughing at Biden for a minute. FDA just approved another COVID vaccine. Another one. It's insane. And we're going to destroy some wokeism too. Climate change, the alphabet agenda, LGBT, whatever letters they have with it these days. Um, and a few other stuff too. So let's dive into it. 
Joe Biden mumbling feeble. Joe Biden continues to dilapidate U.S. leadership. Yeah. He was over there in India. And all the other presidents and prime ministers from around the world were basically trying to show him to his seat, clearly laughing at him. And Biden couldn't even pronounce the name of uh, Prince of Saudi Arabia. Bin uh, Mohammed bin Salami. And I particularly want to thank Prime Minister Modi and the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, Mohammed bin Salam. So, excuse me, Mohammed bin Salam and uh, President von der Leyen and the European Commissions. And since it's, uh, he's excuse, not... Excuse, excuse me. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. Mohammed bin Sal- Salami. Good God. And here he goes on some weird rant about climate change and calls global warming more of a threat to the world than nuclear war. And guess what? In addition to helping the environment overall, and the only existential threat humanity faces, even more frightening than a, than a nuclear war, is global warming going above 1.5 degrees in the next 20, 10 years. And we're in real trouble. There's no way back 20, 20 from years, that. 10 years. Didn't they say that 20 years ago? Ocean levels would rise by 2,000. Good old Al Gore algorithms. Yeah, where's that ocean level rise? Must be why Obama and Bezos and Bill Gates all have waterfront properties. They're so scared about that ocean level rising. Oprah Winfrey with her Maui beachfront property. So scared of climate change. Worse than nuclear war. Global warming. All right. All right. And then I guess today, being anniversary of September 11th, Joe Biden wasn't in, wasn't in D.C. for it, wasn't in New York for it. I guess he's flying home from Asia. And he's going to commemorate the 9-11 anniversary in Alaska. Here was the excuse that we're given for Biden not being there in New York or even D.C. on 9-11. Well, uh, our focus the last couple days has been on President Biden here in South Asia. And when I asked a White House official why it is that President Biden was here and missing the 9-11 commemorations at the attack sites, the analogy that I was given is that 22 years after Pearl Harbor, U.S. presidents were not still going to visit Hawaii. Hmm. Well, that, that's their excuse. There you go. Biden does not need to be in New York or D.C. because uh, Pearl Harbor. Presidents weren't going to visit Pearl Harbor 22 years after. Oh. All righty then. All righty then. All right, let's talk AI. So here's a new poll. Who did this poll? For context, Axios. So, beware. But anyway, they conducted this poll, and it says that little over half of Americans expect AI-related misinformation to affect the 2024 election outcome. 
it already did affect the 2020 election and the even 2016 election. Of course, the official narrative is that it was Russia AI, but I would make a damn good argument that it was in fact probably AI from DARPA and the CIA and rogue elements of our own government that affected the election outcomes with AI in both 2016 and 2020. But now it's going overt. AI is the new boogeyman. Probably a fake poll, but they're setting the narrative. They're setting the stage here for AI to be the big boogeyman in the 2024 elections. So, and they could run with this narrative in a variety of ways. If Trump wins, they contest it blame AI for manipulating public perception and or they'll blame Russia or Chinese AI for manipulating the election to make Trump win. Say Biden or chosen deep state puppet candidate wins. Well, that's AI. AI is the new boogeyman out there. Granted, it's, you know, in some respects, very deserving of our attention in being a boogeyman. Here we got Facebook, otherwise known as Meta, sets ChatGPT4 as the bar for its next AI model. Facebook's trying to be the leader in AI. We've got this race between Facebook, Google, and then Elon Musk over here doing his thing with whatever he's doing with AI. All the big tech wizards trying to make their own versions of AI, and Microsoft too, Microsoft being a main funder of OpenAI, ChatGPT. So Microsoft, shoot, probably Bezos in there too. They're all, they're all trying to do their AI. Man, I was watching this video this morning. I don't know who the scientist or the researcher was that was speaking during this video, but he was talking about how AI algorithms can be programmed to basically capture and analyze your brain waves and be able to see the images in your mind based upon the electrical outputs or the brainwave patterns that your mind's putting out. And then they went a step further and even said that AI can be used to tap into Wi-Fi routers and to be able to use the frequency waves or sonar waves or whatever it is, the radar radar waves being outputted by Wi-Fi to be able to get a map of the physical bodies in the room of wherever the Wi-Fi router is. It's uh, it's getting weird out there, man. I want to find that video and re-watch it because it was super interesting. Um, I'm probably late in learning about that sort of stuff, but it all depends on who controls the AI. You know, I don't think AI is the devil. It's just a tool. And that tool depends on whose hands it's in, whether it's used for good or bad. And clearly when we have crazies like Google and Zuck and Bezos and Bill Gates trying to lead this AI revolution, um, I don't know about that. The FDA over here signing off on an updated COVID-19 vaccine to target the circulating variants. The BS-24-7 variant. That's the new one. Joke.
I guess the main one they're targeting, it's called EG.5. I can't keep up with these stupid variants. New vaccine. Another one I won't get. Another one you guys won't get. Whatever. Uh, what up, chat? Asking if you missed the clickbait video. Can't find it. Uh, I had to do a bunch of adulting stuff over the weekend. So I'm going to get to that clickbait video tomorrow. It's going to be tomorrow's stream. Uh, same time as these ones. But yeah, I'm just I'm pretty busy this month, so my work's a little scattered. But come come October, we'll be a lot more a lot more consistent. Be doing a lot more videos, Substack articles, things like that. So just a couple more weeks. But yeah, clickbait stream tomorrow. We'll get on it. Should be fun. Glad I waited a couple days too, because there's some new stuff that came in to chat about. 650 planes of gold being taken from the Vatican. Yeah, we'll chat about that tomorrow. Let's see. The Florida Surgeon General being kind of a badass. Slamming the new untested mRNA vaccine, saying there's no evidence for it. There's a new vaccine that's coming around the corner, a new mRNA COVID-19 vaccine. And there's... There's, there's essentially no evidence for it. There's been no clinical trial done in human beings showing that it benefits people. There's been no clinical trial showing that it is a safe product for people. And not only that, but then there, there are a lot of red flags. So something that you don't hear much about, but we'll be talking more about is that there are multiple studies now from around the world, Brazil, I think Australia, United States, that show that over time, these vaccines, these mRNA COVID-19 products, actually increase your chances of contracting COVID-19. Um, that's you know that's not normal. Is There's a an new Irish pub? vaccine. <laughs> Irish pub mandate freedom. He's knocking the vaccines. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. And Novak Djokovic winning another tennis title. Novak's Novak. Just had to throw that in there. We love Novak for keeping his word, for not taking the shot. Now he's winning a bunch. Perfect. All right, let's get to New Mexico's insane governor. This is her. This is the batshit one. This is the crazy one. Democrat Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham is her name. She declared gun violence a public health emergency. In response, there's been uh, three shootings in the state of New Mexico involving children over the past two months. So it's not necessarily... I mean, that's like... Tuesday morning in Chicago, um, but she's calling it a public health emergency, and what she's doing is using an executive order to suspend all open and concealed carry laws. Doesn't matter if you have a license, doesn't matter if you're a law-abiding citizen, she's suspending all of it in the county, 
in Bernalillo County, which is where Albuquerque is located in New Mexico for 30 days. 30 days. This is our press conference from Friday about it. So in this public health order, which is effective today, September 8th, which lasts 30 days, and then we'll, like all the other public health orders, we will either amend or renew or adjust, depending upon where we are. So effective immediately, no person other than a law enforcement officer or licensed security officer shall possess a firearm either openly or concealed within cities or counties averaging 1,000 or more violent crimes per 100,000 and more than 90 fire firearm-related emergency department visits. So to put that in sort of a layman's term. She was even asked by the media during this press conference. One of the reporters asked her, well, criminals aren't going to follow this, right? So basically, what's the point? And this crazy governor lady said, well, we're just, yeah, I understand that, but we're trying to just reduce the number of firearms on the streets just to have a cooling off period. I think she called it a cooling off period. <laughs> yeah, that the Second Amendment proponents, that's the argument they use for constitutional carry. Like, the criminals aren't going to obey the laws, so we need to have the right to defend ourselves because these criminals aren't going to obey the laws. And she is trying to use that, exa that exact angle for gun control. This woman is batshit. Plus, from what I understand, even according to New Mexico state law, I mean, this is clearly unconstitutional at the federal level using executive order and public health emergency to subvert U.S. Constitution, but even at the New Mexico state level, it even says in their code books, in their law books, that you can't use public health order to subvert individual liberty and individual freedoms. So this is just all kinds of, all kinds of screwed up. Um, the sheriff there in Bernalillo County put out this tweet, pretty long one, but he basically said, where is it here? However, as the elected sheriff, I have reservations regarding this order. I am wary of placing my deputies in positions that could lead to civil liability conflicts, as well as the potential risks posed by prohibiting law-abiding citizens from their constitutional right to self-defense. Even the sheriff in the town's like, mm, nah. -uh. There was an open carry rally in protest of the governor's order there in Albuquerque. Hundreds of people showed up. What are the cops going to do? 
bunch of the cops are even like, yeah, they're law-abiding citizens. We can't. How are you going to enforce that, lady? Here's this ammunition manufacturer from Michigan. There's an ammo manufacturer out of Michigan. (laughs) They, uh, They held a sale over the weekend, or they had a discount code on their website. This was the discount code. Fuck off, Governor Grisham. And they gave free shipping to everybody in New Mexico <laughs> with that with that discount code. And here's a little sticker they put on all their ammo bags. Impeach Governor Grisham. Based. Nice. And then, like I was mentioning earlier, Ted Lou and David Hogg. Grisham's going so crazy that even these crazy people are looking at extra crazy and going that's a little too far ted Lou, representative from california i support gun safety laws however this order from the governor of new mexico violates the u.s constitution no state in the union can suspend the federal constitution there is no such thing as a state public health emergency exception to the u.s constitution also david hogg I support gun safety, but there is no such thing as a state public health emergency exception to the U.S. Constitution. On one hand, I would clap for these guys. But on the other hand, uh, you're a couple years too late with understanding that, Mr. Hogg and Mr. Ted Lieu. Now do covid how about all the U.S. constitutional rights that were suspended because of that public health emergency? All the states that limited your ability to conduct, conduct business, travel, all the free speech that was limited, people getting censored and delicensed, disbarred, all that sort of stuff. Um, they're, they're missing it. They're like, they're like halfway there. Come on, Hog. Maybe you have like, maybe you do actually have a couple brain cells in there. But it's like they're two brain cells that are fighting for third place. <laughs> You're so close. You're so close. But still so far away. So we got that New Mexico gun grab going on there. Hashtag do not comply. And California, too. California approves massive additional firearms and ammo tax. 11%. 11%. Which, in terms of California, isn't that like normal California sales tax? What is sales tax in California? Nine-some percent now? When I was living in Washington, it was 8.6 or 8.9%. California's got to be in the nines. So honestly, 11% is just like standard California sales tax. But anyway, highest existing federal tax on guns in the nation in the state of California. So 
was it last week California approved their bill to basically force parents to affirm the gender of their children and if they don't the children can be taken from the parents now this now god god call me fornia call me fornia is this real life what is happening here there's one beacon of hope in california though you remember that law california tried to pass mm, when was it earlier this year maybe last year sometime where they were going to punish doctors and even take the license away from the doctors who spread COVID misinformation. Remember that one? Well, luckily, California is undoing that law. On track to be undone. It is up for a vote, though. Looks like it's up for a vote, but there is very strong opposition against it. We'll freaking see. Someone in the chat just said it's freaking 13 here. You mean 13%? Are you in California? Is that adding state, county, local taxes, everything together? 13%? You let me know. Good old California for you. San Andreas fault. Can't crack open soon enough. Just send it all into the Pacific. So, okay. Not only are law-abiding gun owners getting targeted, but it looks like we have coin shop owners. I don't know. I found this article from Gateway Pundit today. Coin shop owners. Shocked as their bank accounts suddenly shut down with no reason given. Let's get some more details on this. Banks shut down silver stackers and gold stackers, shops, business, and personal accounts. An Ohio-based coin shop owner recently took to his YouTube channel to share the news that his regional bank, who he was banking with for years, suddenly decided to close all six of his business and personal accounts. Coin shop owner, all he did was deal in gold and silver. Just got a letter from his bank saying, we're going to close your accounts. Bank declined to provide any reason. Letters came with no notice even affected accounts belonging to his kid and wife as well. He visited his bank, manager didn't tell him nothing. Huh. Is that the only one? Ah, no, we also have a coin shop owner in Chicago. Big surprise. Chirac uh, opened up about the ordeal with her bank, Old National Bank. Old National Bank shut down T the Silver Stacker in Chicago 
closed her business account, and also closed several accounts of family members, none of which even had the name of her business or her name on them. So Old National Bank went after her business and a bunch of her family. Let's see. We also had Coinhusker. Shut down earlier this year in February. Where was he from? I don't know where Coinhusker was from, but yeah, man. Coins. Freaking A. It's coins. Yeah. Chat says they don't want people using cash. They want to institute the central bank digital currency, no cash society. It's not like these are really, I mean, it's not just coins. This is gold and silver people are dealing with. But it's also physical, peer-to-peer -peer gold and silver. It's not electronic ETFs or any kind of... IOU stock transfer. This is, uh, you know, peer to peer. This is gold, silver trading, coin collecting, things like that. As it's America in 2023 for you, clown world. You can't fix stupid. I wish the government would just ban itself. Mm -hmm. All right, some wokeism stuff. Climate protester who glued his feet to the floor at the U.S. Open tennis tournament complained about being put in the psych ward. This protester superglued his feet to the concrete. And there was a 45-minute delay in the U.S. Open semifinal while they unglued him. After this, he was taken to a hospital and given a psych evaluation. Yeah, no shit. Why is he doing this in America, though? He's an Indian guy. I can't even pronounce his name. Mukopadhyay? Shayok? Shayok? Mukopadhyay? Anyway, um, he should probably go protest in India, because as far as I understand, India is a larger carbon emitter than the United States is. But he super glued his feet to the floor. Yeah. Um, there's probably a few, like, tens of millions of people in this country that need a psych evaluation. So good on them for sending him to the mental hospital. Gluing his feet to the floor. Do you think he... Uh, Cried in pain when they had to unglue him.
What's next? What are they gonna do next? Didn't they already try gluing themselves to highways? Right? They never super glue their mouths shut. Should be their next, uh, their next endeavor there. And we got some LGBTQ people, activists, occupying House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's office today. Does that look like an insurrection to you? This woman's wearing a shirt that says HIV positive. Maybe, uh, maybe homegirl needs some super glue. Super glue her legs together. I'll fix it. I'm sorry. I just can't. Oh, man. This is something else. And a little weirder. Check it out. The mayor of Burbank, California. God, it's, I mean, when it seems like California jokes get overplayed, because there's a lot of people rag on Californians all the time here in Idaho. When it seems like California jokes get overplayed, you come across something, you're like, no, they're justified. Yeah, it's it's always California, isn't it? Constantine Anthony, mayor of Burbank, California, received a spanking from a drag queen in front of children at a Democrat campaign event. Ladies and gentlemen, they people and them people, the city of Burbank, Mayor. woke turns to shit why are you gay <laughs> oh my god dude i don't know what to say that's just I don't know what to say to this either. But you remember this weirdo, trans teacher wearing big prosthetic Z-cup breast things. Uh, first day of school, I guess this previously female identifier is now back to being a dude. Taking off the prosthetics. No more Z-cups. He just looks sad. 
He looks unhappy with his life. That's what uh, big prosthetics are for. <laughs> Bring back mental institutions. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you do feel that way, don't you? All right, two more things here. Number one, really interesting news story over the weekend coming out about the JFK assassination and a new witness that is breaking his silence after all these decades. He was actually, his name's Paul Landis. He was one of the Secret Service agents just feet away from President JFK on that day in Dallas. He penned a new book telling his story for the first time. Maybe maybe he's getting towards the end of his life and he wants to speak his mind now, get everything off his conscience. Um, maybe he got a book deal, get some money. I don't know. I don't know exactly why he came forward, but he's basically, he's trying to say, oh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Trying to toe the line, walk the fine line not get attacked, but he's also rejecting what the Warren Commission said. And basically, what this article says, what his, I guess, book boils down to, is that it comes down to a copper-jacketed 6.5-millimeter projectile. Um, the official narrative investigators, uh, Warren Commission government investigators, came to the conclusion partly... Um, that the bullet went into the back of JFK's head and forward. They came to that conclusion because the bullet was found on a stretcher. Uh, they believe the bullet to have exited JFK's body, but Mr. Landis, the Secret Service agent who wrote this book, who was never interviewed by the Warren Commission, said that's not what happened. In fact, he said he was the one who found the bullet, and he found it not in the hospital near Mr. Connolly, but in the presidential limousine lodged in the back of the seat behind where Kennedy was sitting. Uh, Mr. Landis theorizes that the bullet struck Kennedy in the back, but for some reason was undercharged and did not penetrate deeply, therefore popping back out before the president's body was removed from the limousine. Mr. Landis has been reluctant to speculate on the larger implications. He always believed that Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone gunman, but now, at this point, he's beginning to doubt himself. Now I begin to wonder, as far as he's willing to go, eh, maybe there is something sketchy about this. Now that I read this again, I mean, you're telling me after 60 years, he believed the official narrative, the Lee R.V. Oswald narrative the whole time, but now he's questioning things? And, I mean, you could see certain videos where it clearly looks like a bullet went into the front of Kennedy and out the back, not back to front. I don't know. Maybe maybe with the release of more JFK files under the next president or sometimes in the next year or two, there's narratives getting laid out there to muddy the waters. That's kind of what I get the feel of this for. Plus, I think this guy... I think this Paul Landis guy did an interview with the New York Times over the weekend. 
Yeah. 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 Check it out. Uh, I can't get past the paywall, but looks like this is where the article originated from, was the New York Times. Two days ago, on September 9th, 9-9, they started putting this narrative out. So, yeah, it's kind of giving me the feeling of misdirection. Now to that, that I uh, go over this. So, there's that. Um, last thing here. Minnesota begins process for issuing driver's licenses to undocumented immigrants under new law. Approximately 81,000 humans are anticipated to be eligible under the state's driver's license for all law. They better be able to read English, though, because um, those road signs, they're in Anglais. This sounds like a way to get them all to be able to vote. Yeah, this, uh, this sounds like there's all kinds of ulterior motive with this one. Get 80,000 illegal immigrants driver's licenses. All right. So they're going to come through the southern border and head straight up to Minnesota. They won't be asked for proof of U.S. citizenship or permanent residency status, but they must provide identifying documents such as a foreign passport or certified birth certificate from foreign jurisdiction. Huh, there's already 18 other states that grant licenses to residents regardless of immigration status. They include pretty much all blue states. California, Washington, New York, DC, Illinois, Hawaii. Oh, there's Utah in there. That's the only surprising one. Well, there you go. Back to the chat. We'll talk for a minute. <sighs> yeah, I almost died in a car accident when I was... my mom up from the ferry after she got off work and I was on this it was a four-lane road so two lanes go in each direction it was it was winter time so it was 7 p.m. but it was dark out I was in the right-hand lane driving a uh, I was driving a Honda Civic and there was another car kind of in my blind spot it was right behind me about right here I think it was a small SUV, like a Chevy Trailblazer or something like that. Maybe a Jeep Cherokee. But uh, I 
we were driving about the same speed going down the road and then on a cross street this minivan comes there plows right through a stop sign it was a dodge gray minivan plows through stop sign didn't even stop probably going 35 40 miles an hour and then just before it's about to t-bone me this trailblazer that was right in my blind spot t-bones it and uh basically that probably saved my life that car hitting the minivan instead of the minivan hitting me and when the car in my blind spot hit the minivan uh, shrapnel from the uh, that accident hit my car i had marks and scrapes on my car from it but holy crap i like escaped out of that one but i stopped and uh turned around they were okay there was a man and a woman the woman was pretty shaken up but the man got out and then it was a illegal mexican drunk off his ass bunch of wine in his uh minivan he started running he took off and the guy in that trailblazer that hit him he ran after him and uh pinned him down until the cops came Seriously, it was like probably two feet from my driver door when that accident happened. So yeah, let's give uh, give mall driver licenses. Good idea. Can they even read the stop sign? What up, Dal76, for your clickbait tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. I've only got maybe four or five things to touch on tomorrow during the clickbait stream, but I'm gonna spend a solid, solid amount of time on each topic. We're definitely gonna bring up some Phil Frodlewski. Should I tell you guys who else I'm gonna be talking about? Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, in the Matrix, because screw that guy. He turned into a real ass clown. Jeff Peterson in the Matrix and his squad, the authority. Yeah, screw them. Also, I'm, I gotta be honest, I'm not getting a good feeling about that uh, Dr. Jen Halper Hayes lady. Uh, she might be a really nice lady, but every interview I listen to from her, she does not give details. And she repeats the same flimsy and likely fake narratives such as 650 planes of gold being confiscated from the Vatican and flown back to the U.S. by the military. She also claims to be on this DOD task force, but she has yet to name the task force. I've listened to a few interviews of her, and I have yet to hear her give the specific name of the DOD task force she is supposedly on or even any details about it. Um, 
getting good feelings about her. And she's also uh, going around the uh, clickbait podcast circuit. Dr. Jan Halper Hayes was on Patriot Party News show over the weekend with Chas Carter, and Chas Carter is really good buds with Dr. Charles Ward. And uh, some of the narratives, like that 650 planes of gold narrative that Jan Halper Hayes is pumping, that actually originated from Charles Ward. Charles Ward was the first one to promote that claim out early 2021, end of 2020, is when Charles Ward started that rumor. So, yeah, Jan Helper Hayes is like doing the clickbait podcast circuit now. Bad vibes. Again, she might be a nice lady, just very confused. And she, she might have somebody in her ear giving her false info that she's believing and just repeating. It's possible. Or she's just finding stuff on the internet that she's not really fact-checking herself and just repeating that. Or she's full of shit. Uh, there's possibilities here. but Yeah, and just because Trump... Um, retruthed her interview that doesn't necessarily I mean what are we assuming about that that's still open for a lot of interpretation it doesn't mean everything she says is 100% true also in the perspective of optics multidimensional warfare disinformation is necessary all those sorts of things does a retruth mean endorsement? All right, we'll talk about it more tomorrow. A lot of questions. Lots of questions. <laughs> Matrix is asshole, says chat. Indeed. He is a slimy, greasy piece of shit. like the epitome of ego all about himself and his show we'll chat more about that tomorrow too i'll tell you uh, tell you some stories chat says trump is only surrounded by good people sarcasm i could i could tell that was sarcasm yeah right You like my specs? Yeah, dude, I got a bunch of soap in my eye in the shower today, so I take my contacts out. She literally posted a stock certificate from a bottle cap company. You talking about Jan Halper Hayes? Did she post that on her Twitter account as proof that the uh, United States is a corporation? Is that what you're referring to? I think I remember that post she made. It was like some screenshot from a random blog, right? Oh, proof, the U.S. is a corporation. When, I guess it was just a bottle cap company stock certificate. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't think Jan Helper Hayes is. Something's off there. And I don't know if she realizes something's off or not. <laughs> wow, Jordan, when was this? When was what? Yeah, I did see that tweet from Jan Halper Hayes from the uh, stock certificate from the Bottle Cap Company. Also, I have no idea if this is true, but I saw somebody try to, uh, let me see if I have it here. I might have it on my desktop. I can bring it up, but ah, nah, this is better for the clickbait stream tomorrow. I'll wait on that. Not helping Haze. Oof. I appreciate the dad joke. I do. Not helping. Clickbait's not helping. Alright. And I was listening to Helper Hayes on uh, Elijah Streams today, and it sounded like she was misconstruing the Organic Act of 1871 and the Treaty of Washington, 1871. It sounded like she was getting her, her laws, her acts mixed up. Which is what a lot of people do when they get into the whole Washington DC is a corporation theories. They mix up these two 1871 acts. That's what Lara Logan was doing a few weeks back. She was getting her, uh, getting her laws mixed up. Getting some information confused. Hayes is DOD. Is she though? Can you prove that? Has she proven that? As far as I understand, she lives in London. And uh, she claims to be on a, T a DOD task force, but again, which one? And scrubbing the internet, I found nothing about her being on a DOD task force. The only, the only thing we can go by is her own word, but every time she speaks about it, she gives no details, no name of the task force. I'm talk is cheap, right? We want sauce. We want saucy sauce. Dude, Matrix? In the Matrix steals so many of his posts. So many. It's funny, I caught him. I caught him copy and pasting one of Praying Medic's posts once. In the Matrix, straight up copy and pasted it. And uh, this was back when we were in We The Media. And in our We The Media group chat, I called In The Matrix out for it too. I called him out for copying and pasting uh, Craig Medic, stealing his post. 
And in the Matrix is such a such an arrogant little prick that he just condescendingly laughed and ignored it. funny that um wasn't in the matrix at one point or maybe he still is he was syndicated on that red state radio network which coincidentally enough tori says also had a radio show on red state radio network super duper shill tori says Complete clown, Tori says. Now we got in the Matrix being a complete clown. Like that's is is there a pattern arising? What's up with Red State Radio? Is that some shill network? It gives a platform platform to a bunch of clowns. And it's funny. There's uh, seem to be a lot of Tori says blowhards that are uh, coalescing around the in the matrix group pattern definitely arising there all right guys any last uh, any last questions comments concerns complaints you guys drop them in the chat you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Clickbait chat tomorrow. We'll uh, pick it up at same time as these streams. So 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, 6 Mountain Time. We'll have some fun. Maybe I'll crack open some... Uh, Alabama whiskey for tomorrow. Whiskey so good, it'll make you kiss your sister. I don't have a sister. It smells good, though. We'll have some fun tomorrow. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, supporters, for sending your tips over. Um... New Mexico governor is asshole. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. <laughs> WTM stands for We the Media. Oh yeah, maybe I'll be safer if I uh, get some Kentucky bourbon next time. <laughs> Tennessee whiskey. What time tomorrow for the clickbait show? 80, 8 Eastern. 5 Pacific. I'll put out a reminder in the morning. Cool, guys. You have a good night. See you tomorrow. Take care, everybody.